Ladies and gentlemen, all rise. Court is back in session. Welcome to another episode of The Devil's Due. I am your host, Carl Duty. With me, as always, is a man who, from the last time I saw him, looks a lot more blue and CGI'd than before, Mr. Drew Celestino. Um, I, I see what you did there. <laughs> Do I also look puffy and uh, clearly fake that my, my, where my head is clearly separated from my body and added later in post? Yep. Okay. Just checking. Yeah weird not i mean do do we want to discuss the aladdin trailer (laughs) you know ultimately i'm not gonna see the movie anyway so i don't really care that much and i find it funny that people get so i get that it's like a beloved classic right yeah but like you know you don't have to care you can just not go see it like i get that okay Disney, they're like, okay, quick buck, let's just remake all the animated stuff, make a live action. Not cash a lot of effort checks. has to be put into it, cash the checks. We got Star Wars and Marvel to fund. Let's do it. Okay, fine. And I can get Will Smith doing the genie. Sure, fine. I'm guessing he's probably smart enough to probably sit down and say, listen, I'm not even going to try and touch Robin Williams' performance, I'm going to do my own thing. Yes. That makes sense. Yes. Maybe you don't have to make him look like the cartoon genie. Well, here's the thing. They they those they showed those pictures some weeks ago or whatever, yeah. and he didn't look like the genie that we all knew, and everyone freaked out. Yeah. So, so, so he's like, okay, quick, make him blue. Yeah. And now they do, and it's like, no, no, no. We don't want that. People don't know what they want. Yeah, that's true. So, so anyway, uh, here, I don't care. I, I, here, I, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. No, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> here we are back again. And, you know, now that I think about it, it's been a hot minute since we were here like this. It has been. It's been literally, it's been a month. Yeah. We had since breaks we in were there. We in had, the uh, Cobra Island studios. Face to face, physically, both present, recording. Yeah, because the plague hit. It did, which knocked me out for a week, and then knocked you out for a week. Then we had the Skype show. Then, then we, we had, had the, Skype the live show. show. Then we were live last week in Iron Buffalo. Big thanks again to Will Waterose for letting us uh, letting us do our thing there. And folks, got news for you: it's gonna it's gonna happen again at some point. So, yay, yay. Medium. <laughs> Go medium. Go medium. So, but yeah, here we are back again, right where we belong. Sir, how was your week? Not not too bad. I'm finally over the, uh, mostly over the plague. I got some lingering uh, runny nose, you know, got to blow my nose every, I mean, every now and again, but it's, it's nothing major. Yeah. Um, that aside, uh, it's been good. Um, playing lots of Hollow Knight, as you might expect. Mm. Uh, it's a very, very good game. And right when I thought, like, oh, yeah, I'm clearly, I've, I've accessed so many areas, I must be getting towards a, some kind of Ending. end game. No, yeah. no, no, no. Keeps getting bigger. Game just gets bigger. Alrighty. And I start to realize, like, oh, wait, there's abilities I clearly don't have yet because there are areas that are clearly just out of my reach. And I know that there's an item or an ability that I still have to acquire to get to said area, which is the beauty of the Metroid genre. Um, they they tease you so, and you yeah. just kind of you just kind of know. And so I'm waiting for it, and uh, it's it's still very challenging, which is great, but it's also frustrating at times. <laughs> but uh, it's a great game. Well, I, I can't want recommend a it frustration enough. In the you Metroid do. Game. Yeah, you don't want it to be too easy. Uh, trying to think of an example of a too easy metroidvania game but nothing's coming to mind at the moment um so it's just the right level of frustration yeah and uh it's it's really enjoyable it's a great game uh i i can't recommend it enough to everybody and i'm looking uh i'm I'm not trying to look ahead too much but i do have a short list of uh, indie games that i want to start ticking off after i complete hollow knight so yeah um, I heard good things about Dead Cells. I don't know if I'll like it or not. I've heard good things about 
me pull up my list really quickly because uh, listeners can you know tell me good or bad. Uh, Into the Breach, I've heard great things about. It's kind of okay. an isometric uh, strategy game. Okay. Um, 2D art style, you know, pixel graphics, which yeah, twists my arm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Celeste, which I've heard great things about. Another um, platformer. From what I understand, it's a very difficult platformer, and your core mechanic is jumping. Everywhere you got to go to, you have to jump. And you have death spikes, you have obstacles, you have all kinds of stuff. And from what I hear, it is brutally difficult, but never um, unforgivably difficult. Mm. And it, 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 everyone says it's great for beginners. And even if you're a beginner, it might be difficult, but everyone swears that it's a great game that they love. So I'm looking into Celeste. I keep hearing things about Golf Story, which sounds ridiculous, but it's a, it's like a, it's a golf slash RPG. Yes. So okay. it was very highly rated, and it's on my list. So we'll see about that. But those are the ones that I'm kind of eyeing up uh, in my mind's eye when I finish when I finish Hollow Knight. But Hollow Knight is perfectly enjoyable for the moment. Um, we had game night. Uh, we played Rumble in the House. Yes, perfectly, uh, perfectly fine party little little party game there. A lot of fun. Good palate cleanser good, game. Good appetizer game. Quick setup. Quick play. Yep. Just yeah, really like that one. And Five Tribes, which we've played before. And yes. I, every time I play it, I I get it, but I'm not good at it. Yeah. Requires a lot of, like, you have to really know the intricacies of the pieces, and you really have to plan your moves carefully. Yeah. It's it's a good game. Um, I don't dislike the game. But it's not one I actively seek to play. Yeah. I'm if everyone's like, we want to play Five Tribes, I'm like, all right, fine, cool. But I will not be like, hey, let's play Five Tribes. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Saturday. What happened Saturday? I did quite a bit. I'm just trying to recap in my mind what the heck I did because I know stuff happened. Well... Oh, we had a nice, uh, here we go, doy. We had a nice little get-together for uh, our friend Tim's uh, son's second birthday out of Chestnut Ridge. Okay. Pretty cool. Just, you know, good friends. And it's amazing to see uh, all your friends that you have done really dumb things with over the years. And we now all have kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dumbest of all the things have kids. Yes. Yes. Somehow <laughs> we live and now we're breeding. <laughs> Honey, I'm joking. <laughs> So anyway, it was pretty cool. Uh, any excuse uh, to hang out with with friends is always uh, a good thing. So uh, after that, um, I had uh, my friend Jason over. We kind of have like this somewhat standing Saturday night adventure now, um, where we will probably put on records or just check out random bands on playlists and just try and find new stuff because both of us are big music fans and. As we get older, it becomes harder for us to like new stuff. So we try to we just keep keep the ears open and keep looking. Yeah, and it's difficult. And I'm as musicians, especially, we are very uh, we're exposed to a lot, and we have very particular tastes. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it can be very challenging, and it is very challenging for us to find new bands that we enjoy. So Saturday was very. Um, Fruitless in our search. We heard, and I am not exaggerating, no less than 15 bands, 15 songs. I, if you would have told me that they were all the same band, I would believe you. Mm. And I, like, dude, again, I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I'm old and it's, Old man yells at Cloud. I know, my, yep. you know, I've, I sound like an old man. Cloud sound, yells back. That's the story. I sound like my dad when I was a kid. But, dude, it's, it's, it's worse than ever, okay? Like, technology and Me Too-ism has given the tools to people who clearly have no desire to differentiate themselves or present something unique or bring something to the table to to say that's mine this is this is us this is me it was 15 bands dude they were identical 
I swear to you, the the sounds were the same, the drums were the same, the the riffs are forgotten. Like I'm getting into metal parlance now, but like I like riffs. I like unique hooky things that make me go, ah, I, I know that. I like yeah. that. It's it's all very technically correct, and none of it is memorable, and none of it was you know interesting or unique at all like where's the personality where's the where's the what makes your band your band i get what you're saying i i and maybe i just found 15 bands that that's that sucked very possible but they were on a playlist you know based on of of bands that are known you know and it's like god i i don't know what you're doing and then we get into a whole discussion of like are we fans of and i know where i I know where me and jason landed on this are we fans of genre or are we fans of bands and i am a fan of bands i am not a blind fan of genre so the fact that i lean towards heavy metal music do not assume by any stretch that i just like a metal oh you must like this band no dude Wait, you, you love disco too. I have a I have a soft spot for disco, but 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 here's the thing that's Definitely. a that's a bit different. That's more like that's more of a genre thing where I could say I like genre in that because I'm not too invested in disco. You could just put it on, and generally speaking, it's going to be vibe. It's going to be cool, and I can just hang out and, and you know listen to it without much seriousness. But for the stuff I really enjoy, I get very particular, and that's where I get you know I don't like genre. I like I like bands that do very specific things, and they all tend to be very unique. So when I hear 10, 15 bands doing the same exact thing, it's like, what are we even doing here? So anyway, yeah, it was a fun evening. And also, it's uh, kind of turned into like experimental cocktail night. <coughs> okay. <laughs> so last week was, uh, the last time we got together, um, I got down on a margarita recipe. And, oh man. Margarita is my, my my new favorite thing. Okay, they're dude. This this is being categorized with your disco love. Yeah, it's it's they're great. Tequila, lime juice. What's not to love? I mean, you're not wrong. I could take or leave the salt, so generally I don't. But uh, yeah, man, give me give me a nice margarita, and it's we're we're on for the night. Have any of these nights ended with you being wasted away in Margaritaville? No, no, no. Okay. I know oh, my yeah. limit, and I, I stay within it. <laughs> uh, and then Saturday was um, whiskey night, so that bottle of that bottle of Metallica Black and Whiskey yes. finally popped it. Yeah. And um, here's what I discovered. Old Fashions, not a fan. You don't like Old Fashions? I love Old Fashions. I, a little too much whiskey for me. I need to, you got to cut that down with something. <laughs> I, mean, I might as well just be doing shots, because there's not much else to them, you know? Um, I had one. I sipped it carefully. Did a little orange twist and everything. And I had the bitters in there, the whole... The twist. And it was, you know, fine, but too much whiskey. Like, okay, I'm just drinking whiskey. So you didn't so, just drink the straight whiskey before mixing it in with anything just to get the taste for it? Um, I have had a shot of it before, so okay. I have, I know what it tastes like, but on Saturday, no, I did not. Uh, so then I got into Irish Mules. Irish Mules are good. You know what's in Irish Mules? Ginger beer. Well, ginger, yeah, ginger beer. And uh, lime, fresh lime. So I think you can say I have a thing for lime, Carl. <laughs> Clearly, okay. So whiskey, you, whiskey, ginger beer, limes. I'm, I'm. You're, you're speaking my language. Have you put the lime in the coconut yet? Not yet. Okay. I think we can get there. The only problem there is typically coconut drinks are made with rum, and I do know this about. I'm not super into cocktails. I'm not super into hard stuff. I'm a beer guy through and through. But I do know this. I hate rum. <laughs> That is a hard. That's a hard and fast, authoritative statement. I hate rum. So, I used a beer analogy this week. I think you could appreciate it. I used a beer analogy to explain, kind of explain board games. Okay, because I was talking with some some people about you know playing board games and the games we play or whatnot, and the another person was mentioning how they like you know sorry and Monopoly and everything. I'm like, those are, those are the Budweiser of, of like, board games. <laughs> I said, I literally said, I'm like. You like those games for the same reasons teenagers like Budweiser because you've never had anything better. That's you're you're not wrong. We're into the craft beer of gaming. You <laughs> <We> are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not. Man. It's not wrong. That's yeah. actually pretty spot on. Yeah. 
I think. So anyway, there were um, there was there was some AEW news this week. Was, was there? there not some pretty significant? Was there AEW news, or did we talk about this last? week? I don't remember. Kenny is signed officially. Yes, um, Chris Jericho. We knew already. Their match is official for Double or Nothing. Um, get get hype. I have mixed feelings on the whole thing with Kenny Omega being um, all elite wrestling. Uh, Air quotes exclusive. His yeah. contract does allow him to work New Japan, and you know in what capacity they still want him to work there. I don't know. Things are a little weird right now. Uh, so yeah, Kenny. Kenny is uh, signed, sealed, delivered. Um, all Elite Wrestling. Um, the card for Double or Nothing is shaping up. It's looking good. I mean, obviously. Uh, and in case you didn't know, tickets went on sale yesterday for Double or Nothing to the pre-sale code people. Yeah, they sold that out within minutes. Nice. General public on sales tomorrow. That show is going to sell out, nice. which means they have now sold out. Their be- they've done two. This will be their second event. They have they're two for two. They're off to a good start. Nice. Um, they're not going to take down WWE anytime soon. But for a new company, uh, they're doing quite well off the bat, and that that's good. Cool. And they're making a, a big uh, they're making a big splash in the industry which is causing everyone to take notice. And frankly, it's good for the talent because the talent knows about it and they can use leaving WWE. They can say, hey, I'll sign with AEW. It's, it's leverage now. They have options. And yeah. with options comes pay and benefits. And hey, they're going to give you this. How about this? We'll do this for you. Everybody's going to win here. So, well, almost everybody's going to win here. Uh, some it might get a little crowded with all the companies. I, I hope they can all work together and not cannibalize each other. Um, but so far, it's looking good, looking fun. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun year. It's going to be fun years, uh, provided um, everything goes goes well. Nice. So yeah, it's exciting. <clears throat> um, that's 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 about it. Cool. I think. New Japan's going crazy, man. <laughs> so, you know how Tanahashi won the belt at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Tanahashi lost the belt Sunday night to, to, Jay, to Jay White. Switchblade Jay White. Is Jay White going to AEW? No, 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 no. Oh. He, he's, he's, he's the new Kenny, basically. Oh, okay. Um, this is rather shocking. I mean, it's, it's very shocking, actually. Yeah. So, um, considering how long it took them to put the belt on Kenny, yeah. Th- well, they have strapped the rocket to Jay White, and they are they are running with him. He's, right. he's young. He can, he went through the uh, New Japan Dojo. He's one of their guys. They see a bright future for him, and they are putting they are they are going with him. Nice. So uh, he will be main eventing. I would assume main eventing the uh, MSG show, Madison Square Garden. In a couple months, I will be there, and he will be facing the winner of the New Japan Cup. And we don't have all the names of that tournament yet, but um, I have a, a good feeling that no matter who wins the New Japan Cup, that main event's going to be pretty awesome. So I'm very excited about it. It might not be Kenny Omega and Madison Square Garden that I was excited about, but it will be a world-class main event that I will get to see live at Madison Square Garden. So nice. I'm, I'm excited. Awesome. How was your week? My weeks. Um, well, being back at work, full-time working guy. Um, yes. You know, working on finding that, that work-life balance, yeah. reestablishing that again. Um, days have gone from, like, extremely long to extremely short. Mm-hmm. Um, the commute for this job is considerably longer than the commute for my previous job. Like, at worst, my commute to my previous job was, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. That's, like, bad traffic hitting all the red lights and everything. Uh, my commute for this job, if it's, like, poor weather conditions and bad traffic, can, can sniff an hour. Sure, sure. Um, but it's, you know, the I'm it's re- it's been really great. Um, it's, a, it's a new hire training class. Uh, but it's a field that I've been in for some time, so a lot of the material is just kind of like refresher for me, which is you know good to brush up on some stuff. Um, but yeah, it's been really good. 
and you know saw Jen there mm-hmm. a couple times. I've had lunch with uh, Jay and his wife a couple times. Um, so yeah, it's it's going good. As far as uh, non work related stuff goes, oh, X Wing's been busy this week. Are you, are you still carrying around your trophy like like a boss? No, no, oh, no. Oh. I I have. I have a very firm belief on like trophies and awards and championships and whatnot is that trophies are good on the day you win them. Okay. Enjoy it on the day, whatnot, celebrate it, whatnot. Next day, time to get back to work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to get back to work because there's always going to be someone looking to to one-up you. Sure. So there's a, there's a tournament coming up this weekend. Um. And then, of course, there's X-Wing on Thursday nights. Thursday night this weekend is February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. Oh. So I've given I've given the power totally to Julia. I'm like, if you... Because there's a league going on. Uh-huh. And a league where you score points in. And you earn these points also during the weekly meetups and whatnot. I'm currently in the lead in this league. Um, so I said, Julia, I'm like, listen, if you... Don't want me to go. If you want to do something for Valentine's Day, I'm totally fine with that. It is not a problem at all. Um, but if you want to let me go, that's fine, too. I told her, I'm like, if you let me go Thursday, it's not like we're not going to do anything for Valentine's Day. We'll still do something. Um, but, no, the uh, the company that produces X-Wing has been very busy this past week. First off, they announced a new board game, which is called Star Wars Outer Rim. Okay. And they they previously had a just like a standard Star Wars board game like we play on Friday nights uh, that was Star Wars Rebellion. And it was advertised as Star Wars in a box. And I've not played it. I've seen it. And they advertise on the box two to four people. But really, it's like a two-person game. Mm. Um, so it's got a pretty hefty price tag, so I've never really picked it up. Uh, for I think it's like around ninety dollars. You get a lot sure. in the box, the big <clears throat> box. Um, but ninety bucks for a two two person game is a bit it's a big ask to spend. Um, but this new one they have coming out is uh, they said it's legitimately a four player game. So and you're you take on the role of any number of smugglers or scum and villainy characters and try to like run some it's a delivery game where you try and run supplies and dodge empire whatnot on the outer rim. Okay. Um they've done some interesting things with the artwork for this game. Fantasy Floyd's artwork is fantastic. Like the little art that you get on the cards and X Wing of the ships and the upgrades and whatnot is really good artwork. Um but it's weird because, like, you know, Lando's in this game and Han's in this game and whatnot, but they took, like, Harrison Ford's face and put him, like, on the body from Solo. And they did the same thing with Lando. They took Billy D's face <laughs> and put him on the, the young Lando from Solo. So he's got, like, the yellow shirt and everything. Yeah. It's fine with Billy D. Yeah. Looks a little weird with Han. Okay. But... Really looking forward to that game. Excited for it. They've said it's going to be like sixty five bucks. If it gets a decent review, I'm probably going to pick it up and we'll we'll break it out on Friday night. That um, a couple articles came out this week for the new waves of X wing ships that are coming out. This next wave that's coming out is going to introduce the two new factions of the prequel factions, the Separatists and the Republic. And there's some interesting stuff in there. I don't think I'm going to be going full tilt into both factions right away. I think I'm going to kind of like wait and see what they do before I really buy into those. Um, but then they announced wave four of 2.0. Now, <laughs> traditionally in the past, waves have been three, maybe four ships for like the different factions. This wave is like, Eight or nine ships. Oh, they're going, they're they're, going all in. There's a lot of factions because they're re-releasing the old stuff mm. plus introducing new stuff. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that got me really excited about what they announced for Wave 4 was the uh, the B-Wings. 
because on a lot of these new 2.0 models, they're they have like moving parts. Like the X wings now, the S foils actually open and close, mm. and it serves a function in the game. Okay. Um, the B wing not only are the S foils going to open and close, but the body will rotate around the cockpit. Oh, okay. So I'm like, ooh, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna have to get me a couple of those. Um, so yeah, that was really cool. So yeah, X wing's been going on. Uh, Saturday night, I had game night at my friend Adam's house. We played Quacks of Quidlin Bush again. Um, I'm definitely going to get this game. I think you will really enjoy it. Okay. It's like a press your luck uh, game where everybody reaches into a bag and pulls out an ingredient for a potion. You don't want to make your potion explode. And there's like certain X number of ingredients that if you pull out your potion explodes and you don't score that round. It's a lot of fun. So I'm definitely going to be uh, grabbing that one. I think that's pretty much it. All right. I I feel like I might be forgetting something, but... It's been a while. We got to get back in the swing. It's been a while. So, dear listeners, if you'd like to tell us about your weeks, if you'd like to send us any questions or comments to be read on the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can go to Twitter and follow us at Devil's Due Pod. You can like our page on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Devil's Due Pod. You can email us by sending an email to the Devil's Due Pod at gmail.com. Or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, thedevilsdopodcast.com. And we do have an email from friend of the show, Nate Lockhart. Nice, nice. I think he, uh, I think he sent this last week for the live show, but got in just a, just a hair too late. Uh, this one's just for you, sir. Oh, God, okay. Nothing for me, just for you. Drew. I feel special. What are your top five most agonizing Top five lists to create. <laughs> That's not even fair, man. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. Can this one? Can this one be the top? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's like double inception. Yeah. See, we can go deeper. Um, don't make me pick favorite songs. Don't make me pick uh, favorite um, movies. Uh, yeah. Move. Favorite anything? I'm just going to be like, ah, I, I, I uh, favorite. I could, I, mean, I can, I can give you favorites, but I can't do, do rankings necessarily. Um, don't ask me to rank metallic albums. Don't ask me to rank uh, uh, beer. Don't ask me to rank um, video games. Uh, uh, favorite GI Joes. Anything like that. Just I can give you a, a nice list of, of. I can give you a list of favorites, but I will not rank them. No one can claim number one. Okay. So. Fair enough. Yeah. It's, it's, too, it's too hard, man. I love too much, you see. I know. I know. It's, it's, I, I'm, a, I'm a lover, Carl. You know this. You're a lover, not a fighter. That's right. Anyone who's played Ian Street Fighter certainly knows that, for sure. I hold my own. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> sure. Okay, so uh, that's all we have for the the emails. Thank you, Nate. We appreciate well, that's it. Underwhelming. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, people are busy. Are are, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> Alan had snow days. Where's Alan's emails? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Nah. All right, fair enough. Uh, where where Jay's emails are? Um. He's, and I was you can sitting, ask him I was, I was sitting with him at the table. He's like, oh, I'm e- emailing that to the show. Because I was going on my Karate Kid rant. And yet, here we are. Yeah, that's all right. All right. We love them all. Okay, so let's get down to some news of the week. We've got some definitely show-relevant stuff coming. Uh, Quite a bit. But let's, let's come in on uh, something here. So as we mentioned last week, we had a very extensive... Um, post-game show for the Avengers Endgame new teaser. It's called the Super Bowl. Um, Avengers Endgame is coming not too much far away, and uh, the runtime is going to be around three hours. And Drew, I'm okay with this. I, I, I would bet it does not last that long. Probably not they're three still, hours. They're still going to trim that sucker down. I'm guessing probably 245 is a solid bet. And yeah. I'm still okay with it. It's got to be more than two and a half hours. 
the, I like, mean, this is the culmination be, of 10 years. <laughs> I want three hours. I want three hours. I want my butt to go numb sitting in the theater watching this thing. I, I mean, how long was Infinity War? They all, they all clock in around two hours. Two and a half-ish, right? No. no? Infinity War? Yeah, come on. Pull that up. Infinity think, War runtime. All right. Well, I'll pull that up. You okay. Talk. Um, I, I, three hours is a bit much. I mean, I, I know that this has all been building and whatnot, but I mean, it's been building to... It built to Infinity War, so we already got one movie out of it. So, like, okay, we got the front half. Now just close the, close the book, put the back half. So. Infinity War is two and a half hours. Okay, and that was so, fine. That's give me fine. An, give me another 15... 30 minutes yeah that'll be good only do that if this is really the end i mean it's going to be the end for this chapter but what does that mean you know what i'm saying you know what i mean only give me the only only give me the uh exorbitant extravagant overstuffed 19 different endings lord of the rings style ending if this really is it for cap tony and, and and Thor and and all of them and I don't I gotta tell you I don't believe that it, this is the end for them I I would be okay with the Lord of the Rings style ending because we call that payoff <laughs> we call that oh you've invested nine hours of your life in these films we're gonna give you some payoff fair enough as opposed I, to like Harry Potter where oh, oh dude, you've invested like sixteen hours of your life in these films give or take here's you know. Here's a little epilogue of three minutes. Oh, I was ticked. I'm not invested in Harry Potter whatsoever, so I don't know. I'm I, I'm sorry about that, but I never cared. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel you, but I, I don't know. I just just tell me the good story and wrap it up nicely, and uh, we'll we'll go from there. I'm I'm ready for it. I just I think you know for three hours. If you have three hours of story to tell, fine. But if you're just padding for the sake of padding, because, like, well, we kind of have to. It's, it's been 10 years, right? Well, I mean, no. Just tell your story. I, uh, Which they usually do. They, absolutely. They, they definitely they do. They save the padding for the Netflix shows. <laughs> Yo. And how. But that's neither here nor there. Yeah, we'll see what, we'll see what comes of it. I just I have this sneaking feeling that uh, this is not the last we're going to see of our, of our beloved Avengers. I think a lot of people think that, and I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, I don't think so. I'm predicting Cap dies and Iron Man retires. I don't, I don't know about that, but we'll see. That's, that's my call. Okay. Um, okay, so a very surprising announcement from the video game world this week. Uh-oh. Apparently now on our Switch, we're going to be able to access Xbox Live. Yeah, I don't know what that means. It <laughs> exactly. means on your Switch, you're going to be able to access, but 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 access Xbox Live. But what exactly? Like your account? I mean, a browser can do that. So the Switch does have a browser, and you just have to know how to find it. You can take your Switch, uh huh, and access Xbox Live. <sighs> but you not like I mean I don't. Again, I don't understand what that means. Like, what features of Xbox Live can you... What can you do with it? Like, you can't you play can the games. You use your Nintendo product. You can't play the games, though. The games are on the Xbox. So how... What are you doing with it? I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. To access Xbox Live. What does that mean? <laughs> what am I accessing? Xbox Live. But what about it? To me, to me, these the, look, Xbox Live to me, all that means is I paid you 40-some dollars a year so I can play the game that's in the disk drive on the internet against other people. That's all it is to me. You can't do that with a Switch on Xbox Live, so what the hell am I accessing? <laughs> I don't get it. X. B- box. L- live. Live. On the Switch. <laughs> That's, it's Xbox I Live I don't get with it. the Switch. I I don't. If someone out there can explain this to us, please email us because I'm I'm I saw it and I'm like, huh, that's something. What does it mean? I still don't know. I know like there's crossplay with games. Like you know, if, if I yeah. have, if I have Fortnite on Switch, which I don't because I would never play Fortnite, I can play with people on Xbox. Yeah. So like, does that mean my gamer tag? 
on Xbox. I can play with my Xbox Live gamer tag on the Switch version. Is that what that means? You're, you're shrugging your shoulders at me. I want, I want answers. I think it means you can access <laughs> Xbox Live on your Switch. Oh, that, that explains everything. I mean, it's, it's clear as day, Drew. <laughs> to be fair, even though, despite my confusion, um, and again, please, if someone can explain this to me, email us or tweet us or something. Um, other companies... Okay. Microsoft, Nintendo, Steam, uh, uh, PC World mm-hmm. seem to all be getting on the same page with regards to cross-play and kind of sharing. Yeah. More and more, I see that. Mm-hmm. Sony still... Few and far between. The, yeah, they're the odd men out, and they're and like, they're and apparently they're being very slow to react on yeah. that front. Like Street Fighter is crossplay. It seems very selective yeah. at best, and I, I guess mean, I can kind of get Sony's thinking with this. Like well, we're the we're the big boys in towns. You come to us, we don't come to you. Yeah, well, and I'm not saying that's correct. I'm not saying it's good strategy, but like I. Maybe get where they're coming from. I get it, but I would caution them. I would caution them. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I can't. I can't use the the metaphor I was going to on this on this family friendly program. But <laughs> just uh, use caution, throwing your weight around like that. Yeah, because pride cometh before the fall and whatnot. It's funny. It reminds me. Um, because the the next game that's really on my radar, you were mentioning like you have a list of mm-hmm. indie games you want to get to. Next game's on my radar is that new Toe Jam and Earl game. <laughs> oh, good God, that looks like sweet, sweet awesomeness that I'm just going to devour when it comes out. That you know how that might be a game I buy on both Switch and PlayStation. All right, just to really support it. It's done by the guys who did the original one. Oh, I didn't like the original one, but. Go for it, Did man. you ever play the original one? It was on Sega, so, you know. So you never played it? Yeah. Yeah. No See, need. Then you have no way of knowing if you liked it or not. It was on Sega. I wouldn't like it. Yeah, that's... That's factual. That's <laughs> Let's be honest. not factual. You put the Sega controller in my hand, I guarantee I'll hate it. No. I mean, I would know. Um, so, yeah. Xbox Live coming Nintendo Switch, in which you can access... <laughs> Xbox Live. Okay, cool. So we got. Can't wait. <laughs> we uh, we <laughs> still confused. I'm still confused. Still confused, man. Oh man, I'm so, an old. Some kid out there right now is just like, you guys are so old. You don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I don't. Help me. Did you? This is kind of like an offshoot, but it's just the mood I'm inside. Did you listen to the new Ron Burgundy podcast? No, I've heard about it. Okay. Worth it? There's one episode out. I listened to it. Don't go in expecting Anchorman. Okay. Because I think what people tend to forget about Anchorman is they shot like three or four movies worth of material yeah. for Anchorman. Because they were constantly improving, yeah. refining, whittling down. You're not going to get that on a weekly podcast. It's just... But it's still funny and worth listening to. All right. All right. It's not like... Yeah, just don't... Don't expect like to be breaking out laughter every five seconds. Okay. That's, that's fair. They, they gotta got to find your way. Okay. The, especially the in the first episode, he's like, let's take some callers. He's got this like very uh, uh, timid assistant with him. He's like, she's like, um, it, it podcast, we don't take live calls. <laughs> so yeah, it's worth, it's worth listening to. Okay. All right. So back to the news. Uh, Hulu has been quite busy this week. Yeah. Well, I mean, things are uh, taking shape, I think, for yes. the old, uh, well, S- starting on. starting most show relevant and not 100% possible to happen, as with the other story. The, uh, the president of Hulu commented earlier this week that he is not opposed 
to reviving the Marvel Netflix shows on Hulu. Now, Drew, this is something we talked about a lot when the show started getting the axe. Yes. If you want a place for... If Disney wants a place for adult-themed content, they own... Last I checked, they own 30% of Hulu, which is going to be increasing to 60% soon. Mm. Hulu's the place to do it. Yep, and that's that looks like the plan. From what I understand, I believe we've discussed this on the show, Marvel can't do anything with those shows for two years from their cancellation. Correct. So the earliest we are looking at a new season of Daredevil is 2021. 2020. It was canceled in January. Oh. 2019. Well, yeah. Poo. Yeah. Okay, 2021. Um, so, and obviously there uh, could be other ones. Funny side note, we have heard nothing of the cancellation of Punisher yet. Keyword is yet. Oh, God, hurry up. Could you imagine if that one survives? Like, that's the one they keep? That, that'd be a poor decision. <laughs> uh, especially after our last season. Jeez. Okay. okay, I still haven't watched anything, so. Um, so, yeah, what, what, in all seriousness, what do you think the odds are of this happening? Eh, it's a coin flip. Um. It's going to depend on the lay of the land in 2021 in terms of people being receptive to the Marvel brands. I think um, even, I mean, I'm, I'm going to sound like I'm parroting everyone else, but I mean, I do feel at some point the comic book superhero bubble will, if not burst, it will significantly reduce in size and, you know, we'll, the public consciousness will be ready for something else, whatever that might be. So in 2021, there just might not be enough interest in like a Daredevil TV series or whatever. We'll see. Um, but if they're open to it, uh, it makes all the sense in the world that they would they would do it, especially in light of other recent news about Hulu and their their dealings with Marvel. Yes, which brings us to our our next and final story for the week. Mm-hmm. Marvel announced not one. But four, four new animated series on Hulu. That's a lot. This is very reminiscent of how they did the announcement for Netflix back in the day. Kind of. So, here's, here's the series we have. We're getting a MODOK series. Which, out of hand, you could probably like whoever wanted a MODOK series. I, I could see um, some people out there wanting a MODOK series. Pat Oswald's involved. That's a name. That gets me curious. Yes. That gets that's an attention getter. Um we're we're getting a hit monkey series. What's a hit monkey? A hit monkey is a Japanese snow monkey who trains with the ghost of an American assassin to prepare for a bloody and darkly comical revenge trip through the seedy Tokyo underworld. Sure. Okay. Okay. I mean, both Marvel and DC have one of these characters. Marvel's is hit monkey and DC's is detective chimp. I learned something today. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, but maybe you will. It's possible (laughs) in time. You will. Okay. The next one. Uh, I don't know about this one. All right, go on. The Tigra and Dazzler show. Wow. Tigra and Dazzler. The disco superhero. Yeah. Okay. And it's produced by Chelsea Handler. I don't like her, but she's a name. She's a name. Okay. Okay. So they're throwing some weight behind these things. I might not like her, but I know she is yeah. very popular and has done stuff. I mean, 
this is the same reaction I had when I heard Marvel was doing a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Exactly. So who knows? Right, right. Who knows? Right. Could be good. But I just like, if you're writing the names of these shows down on like index card and well, told thing. me to put them in the order of ones I'm most excited about, yeah. this one's on the bottom. Okay. Who's doing, who's behind that chimp show? Who's doing that one? Josh Gordon and Will Speck. Who are they? Of Office Christmas Party fame, which I saw and it was a funny movie. Okay. Um, that's what I know of them. Okay. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Well, the the big one, the headline show, is a Howard the Duck series, which in and of itself would get me very intrigued. Uh, but now you telling me that, uh, Kevin Smith is going to be involved in this. Now he's not alone either. He's not alone. He will have uh, Dave Willis and you know who he is. Educate the people. Drew. Uh, he's the guy who behind Aqua Teen hunger force. Yeah. I love Aqua Teen hunger force. Highlander was documentary filmed in real time. <laughs> So that's intriguing. It's very intriguing. All of this is very intriguing, and I think all of it points to what we talked about. These are all very adult-bent shows. I can tell you just by the talent involved and the, and the, and the themes involved. This, these yeah. are, this is Marvel's Adult Swim. That's a very good way of putting it. That's a very good way of approaching it, and it, this is going to be interesting. And, of course, they, at one point, they will bring them all together in a show called... Ready for it? Yeah. The Offenders. I bet Kevin Smith came up with that. Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> um, okay. Here's, you know what? Cool. Get get nutty. Go, do some new stuff. Do go some, crazy. Go crazy with it. Um, that all sounds intriguing. It's not getting me to sign up necessarily for Hulu, but if I can maybe... I wonder... I wonder if you will be able to get some kind of Disney Plus Hulu bundle subscription. Quite possibly. And um, that then you have all your bases covered for all this stuff. I mean, Mar- Disney is going to have not... I mean, they um, they alone don't have necessarily a lot of adult content that they own, although they did, they, they owned Miramax for a while, so, I mean, they, they have all that stuff. Yeah. But um, they, keep in mind that they are acquiring Fox this year. Yep, and they're going to be acquiring quite a bit of adult content that they are not going to want to put necessarily on the family-friendly Disney streaming service. So this makes all the sense in the world that they're saying, "Okay, we have two platforms for you: one for the kiddies, and one for everyone else." And here you go: we have exclusive content on each. Yeah, it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen over the course of the next year. I would like to think that Disney streaming service will premiere this year at some point. I would think so. Well, yeah, yeah, it must because Captain Marvel comes out what next month? Yes, it's going to be on. It's going to be out, out on home, whatever. X amount of months after then, so yeah, it'll have to because it's not going to be on Netflix. They announced that, did they not? Yeah, they announced that it's not going to be on Netflix. Well, if it's not going to be on Netflix, then I will guarantee you it will be on Disney Plus, and that means it's going to be out this year. I hope so. Almost certainly. Because that they're going to want to... That movie's going to be out on, on video on demand or whatever, or on a streaming, out for streaming. They're going to have it on their service for sure. So that I would, I would expect that by the end of the year. Gotcha. All right. That about does it for the news this week. That's it. Unless you can think of anything else, sir. Aw. Um, Activision laid a bunch of people off today. That sucks. I mean, it's Activision, we expect. Um, I don't have a whole lot myself, actually. Um, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been slow for me, man. <laughs> I haven't been doing a lot of TV watching at all. Um, if anything, I'm, I've been I've been going to bed early and waking up earlier, so uh, my media time is radically reduced so yay parenthood sabers are currently tied with the islanders at the end of the first period okay take that 
Oh no, we suck again. Hey, this. No, we suck again. They're fine. They're fine. They're where I thought they would be this season. That ten game, the ten game winning streak was the worst thing that could have happened because it screwed up everybody's expectations. There were a lot of one goal games in there, and they got lucky in a lot of them. If they would have like say one two lost two one four lost two or whatever in that ten game stretch, the whole rest of the season looks pretty, uh, pretty what we expected out of this team. Okay, they are who we thought they were. Okay. They're flirting with the eighth playoff spot, which is all I could have expected because they were dead last last year. Okay. <laughs> They're not going from the basement to the penthouse, man. It doesn't work like that in hockey. All right. Um, so, I know it's been a long time since we talked about Daredevil the show. Has been. Has been. Has been. We apologize for that. Life has been hectic, dear listeners. Yeah, illnesses happen, man. Illnesses happen. Um, life uh, finds a way for for us to have to switch things around, which we are going to do again uh, this episode. But fear not, we are still talking about Daredevil to some we, degree. We got some Daredevil comics to talk about a little bit. Um, I got to refresh myself. But for yeah. for as much of a transition as Matt has been going through on his television show, he's always also been going through a bit of a transition in the comic book world we are of course referring to the the final story arc and the charles soule run of daredevil uh, <laughs> it sold didn't we? Were, were we told oh yeah weren't we told soul. by authorities sorry, that it was sorry <laughs> sorry um so yeah the final run the death of daredevil this was a four issue arc which after it was finished up was followed immediately by a four-issue miniseries, uh, Daredevil, The Man Without Fear. So, let's what do I have to say about it? Talk about this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let me let me hit you with just a broad a broad statement up front before okay. we get into the any particulars you might want to get into. Yeah, I feel like this was an editorially mandated story that that they wanted for whatever reason yeah because they wanted to hit a nice new shiny daredevil number one at a certain point and this is how they wanted to get there and i don't know that there was ever a plan for this to happen the way it happened by the writer i i don't know if this is what charles soul had been building towards the whole time it doesn't feel it doesn't feel that way yeah um and the death of Daredevil story combined. I haven't finished the Man Without Fear stuff yet. I mean, I've read two out of the four. It all feels very samey. <laughs> like this Man Without Fear miniseries did not need to really exist. It's kind of yeah. just a continuation of the the death of Daredevil. Spoilers: He doesn't die. By the yeah. way, um, the death of Daredevil is a metaphoric title at best. Whereas, <laughs> yeah, at best. Um, it just feels like someone told Charles Soule, like, hey, uh, you got to do a Death of Daredevil and bleh, good luck. Yeah. I, I didn't it's, care for it. Charles Soule's run overall, I felt was good. Uneven. Some, some but, bumps here and there, but at grading as a whole, I felt it was good. I especially like what he was doing recently with Fisk being the mayor, all the stuff going along the lines with that. It seemed like that came to rather abrupt end to start making way for the death of Daredevil arc. Yeah. Now yeah. this this arc is not is not something new to uh comics, especially characters like this. Like, you know, this arc was done before with Batman and they called it Nightfall. Sure. Um this arc had an interesting spin to it that I felt bore a little exploring, but ultimately didn't. So, okay. So basically this is what happens in the beginning of the story. Let me, before you begin. Yeah. I I like where you're, I like the analogy with Batman and Nightfall and whatnot. Here's where, here's the problem that I have with it. We don't have to put up with this for like two years to get back status quo. No, but a little more build would have been good. And the reason I say that, it all seems to come out of left field, and there are some 
there's some ideas introduced previous to this and then going into this that feel like they were literally introduced just to kind of give us this Deus Ex Machina-esque ending story. Yeah. Case in point, Mike, the whole Mike Murdoch thing. Yeah. Why does this exist? Oh, because here's an inhuman character that we pulled out of our butt who can make things that he reads into reality. That's the most convenient, lame Comics, plot folks. contrivance I've ever heard. I, I swear to you, yeah. when that character showed up, that inhuman guy who could read, read stuff and it makes it real, I was just like, what? what is this? And why is this in my Daredevil comic? Yeah. This is dumb. And sure enough, the Mike Murdoch thing happens with it. And it. Uh, so, the Nightfall idea. The Rogues Gallery coming together to wear down the hero, to grind him to a pulp, for, well, for, for, for a bigger bad to step out of the shadows and dismantle our hero once and for all not not so much in the broad well that's just like the the breaking the physical breaking of the hero right well spoiler alert like okay in theory i like all that that's a good idea that's not what happens here that's all in matt's it's all in his head yep because our beloved hero with all of his superhuman senses and reflexes and whatnot, a guy who traverses rooftops without eyesight, sticks the landing every time, swings around on a wired baton and whatnot, is felled by a car. He gets hit a, a by, a, by a truck. Now, granted, he sees saving someone from being hit by the truck, and he himself gets hit by the truck, but like... That's that's your big move. That's your move. Yeah. You. This is a air quotes superhero. I've seen Daredevil do any number of ridiculously th- impossible things throughout his entire career in publication history. You can't just sit here and expect me to go like, oh, this one time he hit by a truck. What? Have you seen what? him? Let me ask you this. Have you seen him access Xbox Live on his <laughs> Nintendo Switch? No, I haven't seen that. Because he might be able to do that now. I'm just saying. All right. That's what I mean when I say that this whole thing felt tacked on and unplanned. Yeah. Like, we had to get there somehow, and that's how we got there. Ah, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, I like, I like the spin they put on it. That it wasn't so much getting hit by the truck. It's all the injuries that haven't healed properly over the years. Just all kind of getting jarred loose and like happening again. Uh, That I felt was an interesting spin. And it like set the precedence for the story you want to tell. And ultimately, I think the story they're trying to tell is good. I just think the execution is lacking. Why why not have like the 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 inciting incident to his hospitalization and whatnot rather than just getting hit by a random truck because that just that just should never happen to this character. Why not have like oh I don't know, he's beat he's finally beaten within an inch of his life by the kingpin or something. Something like that instead. Because they've that's been done before as well. Oh, so let's hit him with a truck. Well, you know, like I, it, it'll it'll come back that the guy he pushed out of the way of the truck when he originally got his powers oh, was driving this truck to teach him a lesson. Full circle about I don't know. I don't know. I I just you. Can't, I know it keeps him grounded to a degree. It's a realistic air quotes kind of thing to happen. And Daredevil's a, Daredevil's a street hero. And yeah, that's kind of the you know wheelhouse what? we want him in. Yeah, but you know what? He's also a superhero. And you just you can't just pull a... You can't just have him get hit by a car. It's like, it's like hitting Batman with a car. Like, Batman's done every... He's beaten his whole rogues gallery. He has... 
he he's done it all. Prep time is his friend. Batman's got a solution for everything. Yeah. And then one day they just say, "Oh, he hit by a car," and that's how Batman got felled. Come on, like, no, no one's buying yeah. that. Like I get that there's going to be those situations where it just happens so quickly. There's no other variable you can play out than to take the hit to save the person. But no, I get what you're saying. It's just like. <sighs> It just the whole thing just seems unnecessary. Like if you if you want to end this Daredevil series and start another Daredevil series, that's fine. Just let Charles Soule end it the way he wants to end it. Because from the rest of how the series went, I don't feel like this is how he really would have wanted to end it. Especially with this not great as Man Without Fear is. Oh, dude, I'm two issues into it. I hate it. It's terrible. It's so hacky. It just it is so hacky. Yeah, like he he hits all the beats, the touchstones of his existence. It's paint by numbers. Um, it, it's all in his head. And it, again, if these these whole like it's all in your head stories, yeah, I have no investment because I know it's not real. It there's no stakes there. You know, it, it's just you're just it's just padding. It's just padding. Yeah, and. Uh, also, I have to say, and I don't comment on on this kind of stuff too often. It has to be exceptionally, uh, it has to be exceptionally bad for me to actually say the, the artwork on that Man Without Fear series is bad. It's, it's not bad. Good. It is, it's bad. I'm sorry, but it's I, not life felt bad, but it's still no. But to the standards that comics, to the level of talent that's available today, uh, and and a Daredevil series especially, like. That, which is known for just having consistently good work done on it. Yeah, it is bad. It that there's, it's just not. That's not good. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. So, listeners, I guess this would be me telling you skip the death of Daredevil and skip this Man Without Fear series. If you want to read a Man Without Fear series, go back and read the Frank Miller, yes. John Romita Jr. Oh, Frank, yes. Frank, uh, Man Without Fear series. That's good. But this one, yeah, I'm not. I'm just not on board. Um, so I do have uh, in my possession Daredevil number one by Chip Zdarsky and uh, Phil Noto doing the artwork on that. Yes. Solid. Real solid. That's a solid team right there. Yeah. So I haven't read it yet. I read I it. I am looking it's... forward to it. Um, we can talk about it on another episode down the road if we want to get into like maybe the first story arc of the new team. We can talk about that. Um, but in terms of how Daredevil ended the previous run, yeah, uh, what a... What a bummer, man. It wasn't as bad as, say, like, Shadowland, because <laughs> um, that was that was really bad. Um, really bad. Really, really bad. I'm not going to throw uh, Charles Soule in the Andy Diggle uh, doldrums um, pile, but... Uh, I just... Yeah, I don't, I don't know if this was the planned ending or not. Um, if it was, boy, that's not good. And if it wasn't, it shows. Yeah. Sorry to be a downer. <laughs> no, I don't think you're being downer. I just I have high I have high I hold Daredevil to a high standard <laughs> because it's the comic has been cons- pretty consistently good with 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 some exception Andy Diggle. Yeah. Uh for going oh my god, Carl, it's got to be almost 20 years since the Marvel Knights since Kevin Smith and yeah. Marvel I mean that's a, that that is a run of talent cuz uh Smith was followed by by David Mack, who was followed by Bendis, who was followed by Ed Brubaker, who was followed by Diggle, and there was the dip there. Yeah. But then Mark Wade came in, and that whole run, and this then the Charles Soule thing, and you know, the bar for Daredevil for twenty years now has been very high. So when it's not maintained, I I get upset because you know it's it's a it has been a very consistently good book for a long long time. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. Um, I came in on the as a regular reader on the Mark Wade run. I've really enjoyed it ever since. Um, I'm looking forward to the Chip Zdarsky run. Uh, he's really good. Um, so yeah, we we shall see. But right now, um, just kind of the way. Ultimately, I know you you differ a little bit. Ultimately, I like the Charles Soul run. I think there was a lot of really cool stuff in there. Um, ultimately, I just it didn't end the way it deserved to end, and I, I would, but I would say, yeah, just skip 
skip the death of Daredevil because he doesn't die. <laughs> and skip Man Without Fear and just go right into the new Daredevil number one. Yep. With yep. Trip Zdarsky. I would agree wholeheartedly. All righty. I think that about does it for this week, sir. All right. All right. Very good. Uh, dear listeners, uh, we appreciate you joining us as always. If you'd like to send us any questions or comments to the show, you can do so at the following locations. You can go to Twitter and follow us at Devil's Do Pod. Please like our page on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash Devil's Do Pod. You can email us at the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com, or you can find all these resources available to you on our website, the Devil's Do Podcast.com. Drew, that being said, any closing thoughts? Ooh. Submit all cocktail recipes to uh, the Devil's Do Pod at gmail.com as well. And I'll, I'll give them, I'll give them a, a crack and we'll see how they see how they do. Can you get cocktail recipes by accessing your Xbox Live on your Nintendo Switch? Probably. All right. Sure. Works for me, folks. Courts adjourned.